Hello and welcome to the Mixed Feelings podcast with me, Jonathan Phelan. This is a collection of stories designed to help you take control of how you feel and to strengthen your resilience so that you can perform to your best, even in challenging environments. These stories include a series of coaching exercises that you can work through so that you can achieve that goal of strengthening your personal resilience. You can follow the coaching exercises through my book called Being You, which you'll find on the evenhood.org website and other online bookstores, including Amazon. My stories also show you the benefits of building a culture of evenhood around you, where everyone is encouraged to be themselves and they feel valued for who they are. This is the third of my stories of evenhood. It's called Toxic, and it will help you explore the meaning of resilience from your personal perspective. Toxic is a story about two organisations. One is called Toxic, and the other one is called Normal. I've experienced the culture of many, many different types of workplaces universities and schools. I've spoken about resilience and I've coached leaders, managers, tutors, students and employees to help them strengthen their personal resilience. And in my travels, I've made a fascinating observation about the meaning of resilience. Let me set the scene for you in this story where I want you to guess which organisation is called toxic and which organisation is called normal. Let's start with our first organisation. This one goes to admirable lengths to support resilience. It actually goes as far as having a clear and well-articulated expectation for all its people that they show resilience. This organisation's focus on resilience is a clear expectation. Not only are people within this first organisation expected to be resilient, they're told how to achieve this. People are told how to behave so that they can demonstrate resilience. They're given feedback, either positive feedback for when they demonstrate resilience, or developmental feedback for when they don't quite hit the expectation. Contrast that with our second organisation. This is one that expects people to fit in. People are invited to join the organisation based on whether they are perceived to be a good fit. If they don't fit in, they're given feedback and encouraged to make changes so that they do fit in. People are expected to behave in a particular way and where people don't fit this particular mould, they're not wanted. In this organisation, people work hard to fit in. Some feel it goes as far as them having to be an actor. Each day, they have to put on their costume and, appropriately suited, they then have to behave in a particular way throughout the working day. So, those are the two organisations. Which organisation would you rather be part of? The one that wants its people to be resilient? 
or the one that wants its people to fit in? Which organisation is toxic and which organisation is normal? Well, here's the kicker. They're both the same organisation. The great irony is that resilience is a deeply personal feeling. You got a glimpse into this in our story of Resilient Trevor, where the creature you chose and the habitat that you imagined your creature living in painted a picture that was completely different to anyone else's. I've seen people striving to meet a definition of resilience that's been given to them by the organisation they work or study in. And this very definition of resilience is the thing they struggle with most. The point of this story is that if like in the first organisation you're given a definition of resilience and told to work towards it, this is tantamount to being told who to be and how to behave. You might be lucky and find that the definition of resilience happens to suit you, in which case that is a fantastic piece of fortune, but more likely than not you'll find yourself working hard to fit in to that definition of resilience. And when you work hard to fit in, you'll find this exhausting and it may weaken your sense of personal resilience. Seeing this for myself in various organisations has been a massive learning experience for me as a resilience coach. What I learned is that the culture we have in our organisations today is often in the wrong place for how people want and expect to be treated. We need a new culture, a culture in which people can be themselves and perform to the best of their abilities. Humans are not programmed automatons to be controlled so that they operate in a single particular way. It's really important for each individual to have their own personal definition of resilience. So there's an action here for you. I want to encourage you to start to think about your personal definition of resilience. Thankfully, you're not starting with a blank piece of paper here. You already have your resilient creature from our last story. Think back to your resilient creature and its characteristics, abilities and features that define its resilience. By asking you to engage your imagination in this way, you drew on your beliefs about what resilience means to you. Another thing you can do to help you think about your personal definition of resilience is to call to mind a resilient role model. You could press pause now or set some time aside later to think about a real person who you admire specifically for their resilience. This could be someone in your life, someone you regard as a mentor or role model. Or it could be a famous person from any walk of life. Ask yourself two questions. What characteristics, traits and abilities do they have that I particularly admire which demonstrate their resilience? The second question is a check on the first. You need to also ask yourself whether these characteristics, 
traits and abilities are something that you can realistically achieve for yourself. Do this a number of times for a range of role models and mentors. Take your time over this. Get it right. Spend some time quietly reflecting on these role models and observe those achievable characteristics and traits that you can realistically aspire to meet. Make a note of what you learn and develop it into a personal definition of what you believe it takes to show resilience. This is getting you closer to your own personal definition of resilience. In our next story of evenhood, called The Tardigrade, we're going to build on this by taking a deeper look at resilience in the natural world. Do keep going on this journey of discovery by listening to more of my stories of evenhood on the Mixed Feelings podcast.